Earlier, 12 teachers were dismissed after an investigation by the Education Department in the province. One of the victims attempted to commit suicide in Mutu last week. KZN Education MEC Mtande Lungwane joining us on the line. MEC, thank you so much for your time. Good afternoon. Deshen, uh, thank you so much uh, for allowing me to speak to you and to your listeners. How, how long have you been conducting this investigation, MEC? Uh, as you know, that uh, two weeks ago, uh, we went to Egukabangen in Mutu, uh, in our province, to uh, establish the facts uh, on the issues that were coming out from the media, uh, in particular from the uh, social media, with regard to the video that was circulating. We then decided uh, to then institute an investigation, because when we interacted with the learners, it came out that... Uh, uh, there, are, there were other allegations that were being made against certain other teachers. Uh, last week, when uh, the investigation was still going on, uh, a report was made to say that uh, there were certain worrying issues which needed uh, uh, our agent intervention. And as such, the department took a decision to then uh, suspend uh, additional four teachers uh, so that we can uh, further up, uh, investigate and get into the bottom of the issues uh, relating to the sexual relationship uh, between the teachers and the, the learners at that particular school. And we uh, see how, so how many learners have you identified as possible victims of, of sexual assault in the province? Look, at um, Ukabangini, as we speak, uh, there is about six learners that have actually been identified. But in the province, uh, there are a number of uh, other uh, cases that we've been handled. Uh, we've been handling uh, since June, uh, and as such, a total of uh, 12 teachers that we have uh, uh, formally dis- dismissed them uh, because of uh, sexual relationship uh, or, or assault uh, between the, the teacher and the, the, the learners uh, in the province. It it was promised that these learners would be offered counselling, and and then we heard on Monday that that one of the victims had attempted to to commit suicide in Utu. I mean, you you had brought this to the media. Uh, Are there any plans to assist, provide counselling to these learners? Yes, we are. We we have been providing counselling continuously uh, to these uh, particular learners. Uh, And of course, uh, you know, there will be instances where there will be some extreme issues. We intervened even in that uh, instance uh, where there was that, uh, that kind of a learner. It was only on a weekend, but uh, our, our counselors, uh, uh, social workers were actually on the ground. They were able to intervene and deal with uh, uh, those, uh, 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 that particular situation at, at, at in, in Mutu. But also the issue uh, of, because there was also another learner that was uh, worried. Uh, because there were other continuous uh, harassment that were took, taking place. Uh, hence, the, the police and the, our social workers, uh, uh, workers intervened and, and dealt with uh, those uh, uh, particular issues uh, uh, as we speak uh, right now. So we've been intervening, you know, continuously. As you know, it has also been reported that there were other instances that have actually been brought into our attention. We've intervened and counseling is also happening in other uh, different schools that are, have been affected. MEC, the tragedy of the story is that, that minors are involved and, and their identities need to be protected for, for their future success so they don't get identified again in the future as, as being victims of sexual assault. What plans do you have in place to, to further ensure the protection of these learners? 
I, in fact, uh, touched upon all the learners at the school at Ukabangi in the same day when we visited. We uh, really uh, requested them to uh, ensure that they, one, they delete the uh, uh, videos that they had, uh, but secondly, to, to ask them, you know, to protect fellow learners, not to divide their details, uh, identify them and, and all of that, because they actually volunteered to come forward to say, we've also been affected. You know, we've, we've tried, there is a, a process that, we, that we, we, we engage on in terms of trying to, to protect their identity. So it is our responsibility to ensure that we protect learners. And that's what we are assuring. Uh, all of our, our learners in the, in the province, as well as the parents. You know, we've asked the uh, community uh, members, the community leaders, different sectors of the community to come forward, you know, with the information so that we can deal with these matters, so that our parents can be assured of the safety of the learners when they, uh, they are at our schools. What sort of proactive measures are, are you taking, MEC? The, the, you know, the parents are saying that teachers should not be living at the school. They should not be living and sleeping within proximity of, of young girls and young boys at these schools. That's one of the measures that they talk about in preventing further cases of, of sexual assault against these learners. What steps are you taking to proactively prevent more cases in, instead of, in this case, reacting to what we've seen already happening? We've uh, instructed that there should be, in all of our schools where there are, uh, you know, cottages, uh, that there should be parameter, parameters, uh, parameter fences and, and all of that. You know, there should be controls. Uh, but the reality of the, of the matter here in this province of Kwazulu-Natal is that uh, our province is very rural, you know, and, and, and some of the uh, uh, schools are not reachable. Yeah, and you would not be in the position to have teachers traveling you know, going out to our homes and back tomorrow and all of that because of the terrain, because of the availability of transport and all of that. And as such, uh, in certain instances, you really have to have uh, a school that would have accommodation for our, our, our teachers, you know. So, so one thing is one of the areas that we are looking at to say we want to provide decent accommodation, accommodation that would ensure uh, that the unnecessary security features, you know, within the parameters of uh, those uh, accommodations so that it does not uh, expose both teachers uh, to security issues but also to our learners uh, to these uh, kind of incidents that we are experiencing at the profit. But we must say that these are very isolated. We are having uh, more than 6,000 schools, as we speak, here in the profit. This is happening in few that we are dealing with. That's why we want to deal with and remove, isolate, remove these elements within our system. And, and are those teachers ever going to return? Are they going to go to other provinces? Will they be teaching at other departments of education? Will they be blacklisted, MEC, from the system entirely? I, I can confirm to you that all the 12 teachers that we have uh, decided to dismiss, we have written letters to the South African Council of Teachers uh, to uh, ensure that they are actually removed from the role, you know, so that they, are, they can ne- no longer be able to, 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 to practice teaching for, into any of, of the schools in, in South Africa. That's one measure that we are actually putting in place to ensure that those teachers no longer uh, they become teachers when we found them guilty. Uh, so, so we believe that that, that uh, measure that we are trying to, to work uh, together with the with faith to ensure that uh, uh, the teachers are not uh, uh, once found guilty, 
they are not their practicing as teachers. MEC, thank you very much for joining us. That's the KwaZulu-Natal Education MEC, Mtande Lungwane, joining us on the line from Durban. It's 19 minutes after 12.